ABC Listen. Hey, Molly. Hey, Carl. How are you going? Excited for work today? Oh, am I? I've had such a good morning. Ate my muesli, ate my second bowl of muesli, ate my chocolate cake, ate my third bowl of muesli. Sounds great. How's your morning been? Yeah, nothing much. It was pretty chill. Just excited to be at work. It is I, the truth-telling goblin. I come to tell the truth that people try so hard to hide. Oh, hey, truth-telling goblin. Molly, Molly, Molly. There is something you're not being honest about. No, I know. You say you had a chill morning, but there is information you withhold. Why? Why do you withhold this information? Because it's private. Private? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Nothing is private in your whole life. Because the truth-telling goblin hath arrived. There was once a time when people of the world had all the privacy they could ever want. They could keep secrets. They could think thoughts. And no one else had to know. But then one day, I, an all-knowing goblin, decided that wherever there was a private moment anywhere in the world, I would appear and I would shout the thing out loud. So now it is my duty to reveal everyone's secrets for all of time. Yeah, we all know your story, truth-telling goblin. That took ages, dude. Fine. Tell Carl and everyone in the vicinity my incredibly private business. This morning, Molly didn't just chill out, then come to work. She also had a dance class. Ooh. Yes, that's right. Molly is taking secret dance lessons. She is doing a bit of jazz, a bit of tap. Any salsa? A lot of salsa. Okay, great. Now we all know I did a dance lesson this morning. Are we happy? I mean, I'm probably the same as I was before. But I am much happier. The truth-telling goblin has done it again. Told everyone's secrets to all of their friends. And now I depart in a puff of smoke. Goodbye. Ugh, I hate that truth-telling goblin so much. (sighs) I know. But there's nothing we can do about it. We live in a world where anything private... ...will be declared at full volume by the truth-telling goblin. Don't like your friend's new haircut? The truth-telling goblin will tell them for you. Were you the one who did that stinky fart? Why deny it? The truth-telling goblin is about to shout from the rooftops that you supplied it. Today on Short and Curly, we're living in a world where everything you think and do can be made public. It's a world without privacy. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly. What's wrong, Momo? I just didn't want you to know about my dance class. But why? I think it's great. Don't be embarrassed. Mm. In fact, you should totally do a dance for the Short and Curly Talent Show next month. Oh, I don't know. Even though there's no chance you'll beat me, 
I'm going to be reading a scientific paper I wrote titled, You've heard of boiling water, but what about nearly boiling water? An investigation into 90 degrees Celsius. Oh, Carl. So dull. I mean, you listening get it, don't you? What? About me being dull? No, about the whole privacy thing. Oh, yeah. Well, let's have a thinking question. Feel free to hit pause and think about this yourself, if the goblin will let you. Or you can talk about it with the people around you. Imagine there's a truth-telling goblin in the world you live in who can appear at any moment and announce any private thing you've done or said. What would it be like to live in a world like that? Hit pause now. think about it, the more I realise there are so many things I don't need the world to know about. Yeah, it's definitely pretty strange living in a world where a skinny, furry goblin just jumps out and tells everyone your business. Yeah, that's actually something our Brains Trust was talking about earlier. You'd find out a lot of things that you probably didn't need or want to know about. It'd be kind of chaotic because, I mean, everyone has their secrets and if those secrets you, that were shared, like, are the ones you don't want to share, then you just be like, I'm just not going to exist today. I think it would be bad if there was a truth-telling goblin. Um, there would be, like, lots of rumours and gossip about you, about your friends and, like, stuff like that. So the world won't be, like, the same. I think a truth goblin might be good in only, like, one way. So if someone was, like, talking bad about someone else, like, it would be good if the goblin told that person that they were being spoken about because it isn't really nice talking about someone behind their back saying mean things about them. It will kind of be also chaotic because, like, if, like, ten, um, someone finds out, like, someone's saying something bad about them, they probably would maybe start a fight or try and see that person. In my case, I think it would become very handy because, like, imagine, like, one of your friends, they're secretly trying to be friends with you and you're just, like... And, you're, like, you're onto them but they don't admit. You can just go up to him and say, are they actually not... Are they actually my friends? If they say no, then just, like, it would come in handy in some cases. I think a lot of people would, like, feel nervous just knowing that the truth goblin could just pop out of anywhere saying anything about you. So I think sometimes it's good to have like some boundaries. Like if there was a truth goal, like some things you can't say, some things you can say. It is I, the ethics goblin. I'll come to tell tales. <clears throat> oh no, I can't do that voice. I'm not a goblin. It's just me, your friendly neighbourhood ethics guy. Although sometimes I do worry that I'm the boring one in our little group and that all our listeners just skip over my parts of the show. Whoa, that's a pretty private thing to be sharing. It's like your deepest, darkest fear. Well, here's the fun thing, Molly. I get to decide whether it's private or not because it's my fear. That's the whole point about privacy. It's about letting people have control over their own information and who gets to see it. But what I don't get is why. Why would we want to keep so much stuff private from each other? Well, the idea of privacy is that by having control over information about ourselves, we actually have a bit more control over our own lives. So in a way, 
the less control you have over information about you, the less control you have over your life. Exactly. Because the more that people know about us, the easier it is for them to judge us. And that gives us less control over how we appear to other people and what they think about us. And it's not really just about having control. It's that control over information about ourselves can help us to feel safe. Wait, safe? How does me knowing whether Molly's at a dance class or not affect her safety? Well, for starters, if you don't know where she is, you can't go and find her and bother her. There's a safety in not being able to be found if you don't want to be. True. Carl being able to locate me 24-7 is... (laughs) Okay, first of all, rude. Second of all, rude. But there's another thing about safety. One reason privacy is important is to protect people from shame. That's the fear we have that people won't like us or accept us for who we are. The more people know about us, the more they can judge us based on the things they know. And oftentimes we worry that they're going to judge us as being uncool or silly or someone they just don't want to hang out with. That shame can make us feel unsafe about being who we really want to be. Now, I've got to get out of here before the truth goblin comes back and tells you that I'm not actually a philosopher at all. I'm kind of just making all of this up as I go. What? But you just told us... Look, over there, a distraction! You know, Molly, I hear so much of everyone's private stuff from the truth-telling goblin these days that it's actually made me feel less shame. Which is why I'm fine telling you that yesterday I was out walking all day and my feet got just so stinky. Oh. So stinky that flowers drooped, the sidewalk sizzled, and when I got home and whipped off my shoes, all my pet cats literally ran for their lives. I don't need to know. But if I don't tell you, the truth-telling goblin will just appear and tell you for me. So I might as well just say every private thought I have out loud. And I have to be honest, it's pretty freeing. The more I say these things out loud, the less ashamed I feel about them. Yeah. Oh, that is kind of cool, actually. So come on, Momo. Why don't you show us some dance moves? Go, Momo. Go, Momo. Do the worm. Yeah, go, go. No, I don't want to. Um, (coughs) wow. That was too much. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I just am incredibly busy trying to send a text, so I can't talk to you at the moment. Okay. Texting, texting, texting. So busy. Um, who are you texting? Uh, It's actually none of your business. This is private, Molly. And send. Uh-oh, the truth-telling goblin is back! Oh, no. Why oh, no? Carl's saying oh, no, because he just sent a pretty mean text that he doesn't want you to know about. But the truth-telling goblin reveals all! What? Carl? <sighs> he sent a text to his mum, which I will now speak aloud. Who boy. And I quote... <clears throat> OMG, Molly is being such a meanie right now. 
and she won't show me her dance moves. I wish she would transform into a giant slug and then I could pour salt on her and she would shrivel up and be all shriveled and disgusting. Anyway, bye mumsy, love you, XXX, end quote. Carl, that's so mean. You shouldn't be sending nasty texts if you don't want the truth-telling goblin to scream them for all to hear. (laughs) That thing gives me migraines every time. I said I was sorry. You really didn't need to go saying horrible things about me behind my back. Yeah, it's back. Oh, it's just Matt. Hey, Matt, how come you appear just like the truth-telling goblin? Um, actually, I came up with the whole appearing in a puff of smoke thing way before the truth-telling goblin did. That's not true. He copied me because he couldn't be bothered coming up with his own thing. That's why the sound is so much worse. Actually, that's completely true. I don't know why I lied about that. Because you're worried if you don't come up with your own cool ways to appear and disappear in every episode, then nobody will think you're cool. Okay, fine, fine. Thank you. Matt, Carl sent a mean text about me. It wasn't meant for you to hear, Molly. I was just angry, okay? Yeah, it was still mean. Whoa. Okay, um, I think there are two ideas that we should talk about here. The first is an idea in ethics called... The sunlight test. Sunlight can't give tests, Matt. It's not licensed to teach. No, Carl, that's that's not a... And you can hear more fascinating science facts like that at my upcoming talent show talk on almost boiling water. Actually, it's called the sunlight test because sunlight reveals things that might otherwise hide away in the dark. The idea of the sunlight test is to ask whether we'd still do what we're doing if everyone could see it or whether we're just doing it because we think we can get away with it. You know what I think about the sunlight test, Carl? I think it shows you shouldn't be sending mean messages about your old pal Molly. I really wish my message wasn't read out loud. I'm sure you do. And that's why the second thing we should talk about is something people say when they're talking about invading someone else's privacy. It's the idea that If you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear. Yeah. It basically means if you're doing the right thing, you shouldn't care about the things you say or do staying private. Exactly. Preach. Nothing to hide, unlike some people, Carl. Well, hold on there, Molly. People might want to hide things even if they're not doing anything wrong. Like, your dance classes aren't wrong but you still wanted to hide them. I guess, but then... Oh, no, he's gone. Look, I'm sorry I snapped at you, Carl. And I'm sorry I texted my mum that I wished you were a slug. Bring it in, buddy. Oh, big hugs. You know what always cheers me up after a fight with a friend? Checking in with our brains, Trust? Absolutely. Such a palate cleanser after a tiff. Let's hear what they think about the idea that if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. That basically means everyone knows everything about you, every move you do. So basically that's why privacy should be important. I think there's always something you have to hide. Like, um, for example, a medical condition. You have to, uh, like, if you don't want people to know about it, 
um, and it's very serious, you, you want to um, probably hide it because um, you don't want to get made fun of or anything like that. And also, like, say you have a condition or something, you don't want people to treat you differently. Like, you don't want them to say, oh, here, let me help you, like, every time um, you want to do something. Like, you want to just be treated normally. Privacy is, like, it's nothing for anyone, it's just for you. And, like, no one needs to know except for you, so it's, like, something you keep inside of you. Like, pretend your heart, you, um, you don't take your heart out, so that's, like, kind of private, and you don't um, want to take out your secrets and tell it to other people. Well, for me, when I was growing up, I thought that, like, my privacy was, like, I kept... When I was, ever, I was in my room just doing my thing, I kept my door open because I'm just like, it's OK, no-one's watching me. But then I realised that people can know what I'm doing, so, like, I start closing my door, I start, like, just sitting there because, like, I feel like privacy is, like, more important to me because I have my own, like, little space. Like, no-one can hear me, no-one can see me, they can't do anything. Carl, I have to tell you something. The reason I got so snappy, the reason I don't want to show you my dance moves, it's not because I'm ashamed. Oh, really? I'm not embarrassed about taking dance lessons. It's just as soon as you found out you wanted me to show you my moves and enter the talent show, and I knew you'd do that, but I don't want to dance for other people. Huh. I just wanted to dance as a special private thing, and the truth-telling goblin took that away from me. Privacy is important because it lets us have things that are our own. Hmm. Okay, I reckon we need another thinking question here. So Molly wants to keep her dancing private, but not because she's hiding something mean or bad or nasty. So our question is, what are some examples of personal things you think or do that you don't want anyone else to know about? Not because there's anything wrong with them, but because they're just your own private things. Hit pause now. Okay, I thought about it. Still think this goblin needs to mind its dang business. Hello! Ah, Okay, you caught me. I was thinking about my foul, stanky feet again. I think my socks have crusted onto my feet. That was even too much for me. No, actually, I'm just here to defend myself. It feels like you're all ganging up on me a bit here and I don't like it. We don't like it. Maybe the problem with you, truth-telling goblin, is that you never have to reveal anything about yourself. So you don't know what this feels like. (gasps) That's such a good point, Carl. Truth-telling goblin, you should say a truth about yourself and then maybe you'll see where we're all coming from. Okay. Um, my truth is I have a crush on both of you. Would either of you like to go on a date with me? Oh. Oh, no. Because I am all-knowing, I already know the answer's no. I am embarrassed. Thanks anyway. Goodbye. That was upsetting for everyone. Really, really bad. (sighs) Okay, let's wrap things up here. Please. Thanks to our lovely Brains Trust from Plenty Parklands Primary School in Melbourne. That's Ibrahim, Kiara, Victoria, Vinugo and Sienna. You're very clever. 
One day you might just be more clever than us. Actually, Molly thinks you're already more clever than she is. She's a little bit insecure about it. Why are you back already? Did you learn nothing? And thanks to our executive producer, Sophie Townsend. Don't bother thanking her. Sophie won't listen to this part. She rarely makes it through a whole episode. What? Um, and thanks as always to our producer and creator, Kyla Slavin. You juggle a lot of balls, but you always make time for this show. Barely. Short and curly is really a low priority for her. Oh, no. Yeah, and when she is working on it, she's really phoning it in. There's no way that's true. Also, thanks, but no thanks, to our truth-telling goblin today, a.k.a. Jonathan Webb. Let's just go, Carl. We can practice our acts for the talent show. Huh, great idea. Hey, if you don't want to dance, what will you do instead? Uh, maybe that knife-eating thing I do? Ugh, sounds kind of dull compared to my presentation on nearly boiling water, especially section four. How much water is too much water? ABC Listen. You've probably noticed that here on Short and Curly, we love the occasional musical number. Like, listen out for the cookie jar song in Is It Fair to Punish the Whole Class? Who stole the cookies from my cookie jar? Or Molly's beautiful auto-tuned voice in Is It Okay to Use Technology to Help You Sing Better? Enjoy a full operatic bonanza in Oedipus the Musical. Don't seek the truth, Oedipus. Let it go, just let it rest. You can find all these episodes and more in the Short and Curly feed on the ABC Listen app. Sigh.